All, All right. right, go for it, Ada. Um, uh, <clears throat> how now, brown cow? <laughs> the arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Welcome to Style and Substance, a great British bake-off podcast. I'm your host, Ada Igo. And I'm your other host, Betsy Watkins. We're former college roommates based in Minnesota with a shared love of all things British Isles. In this episode, we'll discuss the first episode of season nine of The Great British Baking Show, which dropped on Netflix on September 24th, 2021. This Cake Week episode introduced us to a brand new lineup of British bakers, and Betsy and I are here to offer our insights on the contestants and challenges. Stay tuned. On your marks, get set, cake. I have to start out by saying I was stunned to silence by (laughs) the cold open. Like, it was was like oh it's there's fuzzy ducks and sheep and little furry animals and then there's paul hollywood with a mullet <laughs> did love prue with a mustache it was like my favorite parts um like just prue beaming with a mustache and cowboy hat yeah i did like that they had like propped prue up by the piano like how can she not break <laughs> her foot again i couldn't even pay attention to the words because I was so horrified. I did Google it and like I have not yet seen anyone who was like, well, that was a brilliant way to open the season. Everyone is just like, that was weird. I, I also think as I'm saying this, coming to the realization that it was much more effective when it was just the two hosts doing it, like Noel and Sandy, when they would do it together, it was always funny. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, reaching back to Mel and Sue, it was always funny. And now it's just like, they're having to pull Paul Prue in in ways. Can we talk, talk a little bit about like the contestants? Because I always put them into like kind of tropes. You could kind of tell like which slots the producers are trying to fill. Mm-hmm. And you've got Freya, like Freya's the young one. I think you said it was uh, like Skipper, <laughs> like her outfit was very like Barbie's little sister Skipper. Yeah, but very um, like was absolutely face. picking up that vibe, which is so funny. Because, oh yeah, like, like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah, like I saw this a lot um, in our summer staff this season. Like they're really digging that like early nineties vibe, which is so strange because like I'm old enough that I remember seeing it, but I wouldn't like I wasn't wearing it it was like what the big kids wore and I'm like right really is that how we want to dress because like I remember not thinking it was that great but I was like six (laughs) like right those chunky acrylic sweaters and the really shapeless jeans Um, but I haven't really like seen it in full force until I saw it on Freya that's the um Stephanie from Full House look yes yes absolutely We've got Lizzie. She, she's like just going to go for it and you're going to make a mess and it'll hopefully turn out. And she's probably brilliant. Yeah. They're, I feel like she'll be around for a good six episodes or so. Like that's my prediction. Giuseppe's the engineer. There's mm-hmm. always somebody who's like, uh, like Matt, the builder. Jurgen's got like the German craft work. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're both 
European immigrants with like there's all like the kind of exotic European person like Ugne and Julia mm-hmm. um and now there's two of them they're both men and one's from like really like fancy Italian guy and one is like very like serious German guy who you feel like is either an assassin or a brilliant bear or maybe both mm-hmm. based on the comments they were giving him I feel like Giuseppe is one of my picks for like potential front runner like if I was going to put down a dollar bet I might put on Giuseppe yeah um, there's also Maggie the um, senior citizen um, who <laughs> is apparently like Prue's doppelganger which I can kind of see I feel like they definitely played it up a little bit and I was kind of like oh have I watched so many bake-offs that we're starting to circle jokes back because I remember when there was Paul and and the contestant Paul and like the jokes that they made about him the whole time because they did look fairly similar it was like oh my gosh are we just like plowing the same field again okay should we talk about the signature challenges yeah we should did you think about like what you would have made if you had to make swiss mini rolls i've never had like a homemade swiss mini roll but i am a big fan of the little debbie hostess swiss roll little cakes um because um that that is a like nostalgic treat from my childhood that my dad would get for us and so I have a great appreciation for them and I feel like I feel like I would have just been like bam chocolate cake bam vanilla frosting or vanilla vanilla buttercream what do you what do you what else do you need cover it with chocolate you're good to go but I, I do feel like a good chocolate sponge is never wrong um, I probably would have put in some sort of tart like raspberry or blackberry um you know there were a lot of people doing cherry um and then uh, maybe a white chocolate to cover to make it a little different I felt similarly so like when I worked in London like apparently like in that culture like if it's your birthday it's more customary for you to bring in the treats like it's not like you expect the office uh-huh. to know it's your birthday and like order cake like you bring in the treats and you're like hey it's my birthday um i don't mind yeah. that that's like that seems reasonable so like my coworker Kalash, it was her birthday and we were like why didn't you bring treats in and she went to Marks and Spencers which was just down the street and brought back like these little tubs of um, Marks and Spencer Swiss mini rolls, which is just like chocolate sponge, chocolate buttercream dipped in, you know, melted milk chocolate. And they are like the best things in the world. So like, I'm somewhat shocked that people didn't just try to make a really good version of that. Yeah. Just make a really good classic. But I think I would have done something like in the like white chocolate raspberry realm. Like if I had Mm -hmm. been given that memo, I can't decide if I would have done like an almond sponge and then put like fresh raspberries and I don't know, some sort of buttercream and rolled it up and covered it in white chocolate. I don't know. I think when you when you have a Swiss roll, you want something that's slightly decadent. You know, you don't want something that feels like it's going to be healthy um, or like um, a little too like nutty or granola-y. A lot of Black Forest cake 
options. Yeah, a lot happening. of black forest, like excessive. Yes. Like, really? People in the UK and Ireland love them some black forest cake, but Paul is always shitting on people's black forest cakes and calling them old fashioned and saying that they're terrible. And they're either like, it seems like it's just the trap waiting to happen where it's either too dry or you put in too much Kirsch and everybody's stumbling around. Yeah. I'm just um, going to go on a limb here and say like, I don't think chocolate and cherries play that well together. Like Ada, sacrilege. I don't That's love like it. my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really I you're, like you're cherries alone. a lot and I mm-hmm. really like chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I just like, they don't need to come to the same party. I really liked the idea of Amanda's cherry soldier mini mm-hmm. rolls where they were supposed to stand up and, um, and they, they weren't quite, they weren't really um, like they, they weren't black forest. They sounded like they were going to be good, mm-hmm. um, but the execution was a little off and they were a little messy. But I, I, when I, when I saw that one, I was like, oh, I, I would eat that one. Mm-hmm. I also liked the idea of Freya's vegan lemon and cherry. Mm-hmm. I'm I thought that about nice. Freya's veganism. Like, we will Insane. see how that plays out. Because, like, I said can... to my husband, is everything going to be vegan for her? Because that might cause a problem. Well, I don't know how you do like French pastry. Right. With vegan um, butter? Oh. Right. And just um, like famously, vegan bakes are a little harder to manage and a little less predictable. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't 100%, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, like, <laughs> I'm not predicting the, the demise of Freya, but we'll see how far she can get vegan bakes. Um, she might have to give that up, especially if she gets to patisserie week. Yeah, malt loaf. Um, my notes say, what the F is a malt loaf? My Mine is all in caps. Malt <laughs> loaf looks terrible. <laughs> like that's all. That's all I, I had to say. I felt like it was a very weird flex. I'm hoping that next week's uh, signature challenge is a little better. It's cake week. So here, make a quick bread. And then we'll be like, hmm. It tastes too much like bread. Like, well, you, you, like you baked it in a bread pan. Like, what did you think it was going to taste like? And then they put in prunes and raisins, like two fruits of sadness. Every time I think I've understood British cakes, they throw something like malt loaf at me and I have to question everything I know. There are so many different other kinds of loaves or cakes you could make it's cake week <laughs> like I will say like I googled malt loaf and like the first okay is obviously Prue's recipe but then there don't really appear to be any other recipes on the internet so I'm not really <gasps> is this like this a, a controversy yeah that this is oh my like gosh bake-off invention everyone's had malt loaf Paul was no we're being <laughs> no. duped um, should we talk about the showstopper? Yeah. And um, I feel like the showstopper was what really, like, it was the nail in the coffin of me being like, this cake week is not really about cake. I feel like the gravity defying challenge was a little weird. It and was it's not, really weird. I feel like the, it's definitely something a home baker would try because all it's a lot mm-hmm. of just doweling and um kind of physics 
mm-hmm. um, making sure that something's supported in the air. But um, I, and I always feel this way, like the first week people try to come out of the gate too hot mm-hmm. and then end up falling and smashing their faces. We have to talk about Amanda's cake completely collapsing onto the floor. I would say like Bake Off is not a show that I like laugh out loud at. Like, you know, yes. Noel and Matt do their things and you're kind of like, haha, that's amusing. But it's not like you're laughing out loud. Like when her cake fell over and Freya was like, oh my God, like I just snorted <laughs> and like giggled out loud for like two minutes straight. I think it was spectacular that it was just like kaploosh. Like, I know, it's just like... like... Like the wave has crested. <laughs> exactly. It was just like, and now I completely give up. And then there's Tom, the nervous nerd. There's always a nervous nerd. <laughs> I am a big fan of the underdog and I was absolutely rooting for him. Um, but then when it came to the point where they basically just told him to his face as he was making the cake, like you totally missed the brief. It was like, oh no, Tom, you've got to go. Like, yeah, can't completely, completely miss the brief. On the I will say, at that point, I was still it. like, maybe so, there's hope. Like, yep. maybe he'll get it really lopsided, and then he brought it up for judging. I was like, that no, like you didn't even push it off center. No, it's just a two-layer cake, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Which I mean has been a challenge in other seasons, but you weren't on those right right my notes say like at this point i stopped taking notes and was just like sitting on the edge of the couch watching my my notes just say anti-gravity cakes are triggering my anxiety the first episode is always like it's some challenge that like involves gravity it involves decorating skills and like they all end up looking like kindergartners made them because like everyone's so nervous and i just right wish that they would give them slightly less challenging first challenges right what's wrong with the three-tier cake mm-hmm. or, or um yeah or like a victoria sponge right um, like, i watched i watched every person bring their cake up with my hands over my mouth uh all in all um an okay week yeah. not um not super satisfying i'd say um, but I don't know if that's because the first thing I saw was Paul Hollywood with mullet. Uh, I'm never going to get over that. But I also feel like, you know, episode one, always rough. Like people haven't really fallen into their roles in the show yet. And, you know, like yes. the first two to three people who get sent home, you're not even going to remember their name. And then they'll show up in a holiday right. edition and you'll be like, who are you? I will also say, I can't remember anybody crying. No, I don't think they did, which is good. So you that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. I did think yes. it was really sweet when Amanda was like, I just don't want to go home because I really, it's just so nice to have people I can talk about cake with and they, they don't oh. get bored. <laughs> Next week is biscuits. Mm-hmm. I find in the intro, um, Jammy Dodgers. That could be fun. Do you think that's their technical? look like the technical because it was like the gingham table with all of the jam gougers lined up so i guess we'll find out we'll wait with beta um do they always just like alternate between cakes and biscuits for what the first episode is 
I don't know. I was wondering that too. Because I've done more research, trying to be podcasters. We'll look that up for next week. Yeah, we'll discuss it next week. Um, anyone can, you know, call into our voice now and tell us. <laughs> yeah, we have an answering machine from 1992. We have to switch out the tape because it's full. Yeah, we'll if, you, if you call, we'll leave a message after the beep. <laughs> And that's it for this week's episode of Style and Substance, a Great British Bake Off podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next week, I'm Betsy Watkins. And I'm Ada Igo. And we'll catch you next week to discuss all things biscuits.